you need more mentorship and more guidance. It doesn't matter who you are. Welcome to the Wild and Creative Podcast. This is your host, Sarah Marie Thompson from wildandcreative.com. I'm a creative lifestyle expert and soul guide, and I am so excited that you are here because we are going to be diving into fun, creative, magical topics on every single episode. I would love it if you could help me rank higher on the iTunes podcast menu. So all you have to do to help me out is subscribe to this podcast. Let's get into this episode. So today I'm here with Lisa Marie Pepe. Lisa is a confidence coach and online visibility expert. I've known Lisa for a number of years and uh, I think that she was probably one of the very first kind of online friends that I really got close with online, which is amazing. And then we did a lot of different programs together and little projects together and that kind of thing. So I know her very well and I'm very excited to have this conversation with her and then share it with you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, likewise, you were one of the very first people that I connected with um, as well when I began my online entrepreneurial journey. And I feel like we both have grown so much in the last um, few years. And it's it's been a lot of fun and a lot of, you know, wild and crazy times and, and uncertainties. But um, yeah, it's amazing nonetheless. And um, thank you for having me. So I would love to start our conversation by actually talking about kind of having that support system, being an entrepreneur online and really having that support system. Because I think that a lot of people, especially very creative entrepreneurs, you know, they think that I can do it all myself. I don't need other people. Like, you kind of get into that whole like autopilot groove of things. And then sometimes it can feel like really, really lonely, right? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Even for those of us that feel like we even have extended networks, I know there have been times, especially like throughout the winter when it's dark and it's cold and, you know, you can't exactly go out and get some fresh air. Um, I know there have been moments where I'm just like, I just really want to talk with someone right now. You know, maybe I didn't have a client, you know, at that moment or those couple of hours passing and I just wanted human connection. You know, I, I didn't want to just look at a screen and watch another video. I wanted to talk to someone or I wanted to have an engaging conversation with someone. Um, so, yeah, it's it's actually, I think, one of the absolute necessities of becoming a successful online entrepreneur is to have other people who get you, who can be there and be a friend at times and or an accountability partner. Because that really is the difference between, I think, I mean, like having mentors can also be very um, friendly and supportive and be there for you, right? And then there also is, you know, a different style of coaches and mentors, I am sure of, um, that necessarily aren't there for you 24-7. You know what I mean? So it's kind of nice to have a bit of a... Uh, person or something like that or even a group of friends or some kind of collaboration group or even a mastermind of some kind where you can talk to people that are kind of going through the same stuff as you that are on the same level essentially as you right that are having those trials and tribulations and you know are um, frustrated maybe about different things right so that's really really important I find yes I would agree I agree, I agree with you 100% and I know you know, having met you when I did and knowing that 
you were someone that, you know, I would not only obviously go on to create some joint ventures with and have fun with, but I knew that if I had to vent or I needed support in, in any area, right? It wasn't necessarily just business. I mean, but as entrepreneurs, our lives are so intertwined with our business that we kind of sometimes need help with both, right? Because if something is a little bit out of whack in one area, it carries over, it spills over, right? So if we're having a bad day as an entrepreneur, it may make our personal life feel like it's a mess. If, you know, we have something going on in our personal life and we're asked to show up as, you know, this online, you know, persona, that can also affect us. So I do feel like, especially with entrepreneurs, it's, it's just critical. Mm -hmm. How important is it, do you think, that people be extremely authentic, like with their emotions, with the entrepreneurial journey? And I'll give you an example. So exactly what you're saying, people wake up and they're grumpy and they're just like, oh, life kind of sucks today. And like, that's okay. Like they have, you know, every reason to kind of feel those emotions, but then it's time to get on a podcast or it's time to get on an interview. And it's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And And it's just kind of like, you know, how do you, do you feel that that is something that, um, you know, people need to be mindful of, you know, having that presence still for their brand and for themselves, or should they really just kind of like, you know, let it all out kind of thing? I feel like there's a delicate balance, right? So, you know, you don't have to show up all chipper and perfect and, you know, perfectly polished all the time and talk only about good things. Because let's face it, we're all human. We all go through crap, okay? We go through different emotions. We wake up. Maybe we didn't sleep well the night before. We're a little grumpy. We don't feel good physically. I know for me personally, and you know my story, but it's something that I've struggled with. And, you know, I often talk about my my daily, you know, day-to-day life in dealing with a chronic um, injury, right? A chronic problem that I've had. And, um, but I know when I speak and I do Facebook lives and everything, um, I don't necessarily show up in like my Debbie downer mode, right? Cause I don't want to project that into the world, but I definitely talk about real life issues. I don't, I don't pretend like, Hey, I wake up every morning feeling absolutely amazing. And I look you know, I look like this when I wake up, you know, like everything is just, you know, so nice, right? No, we all wake up looking pretty much the same. You know, we've got bed head, we've got bad breath, we've got, you know, like that's part of being human, like welcome to the human race. Right? It, is, it is so weird though, I mean, it's not weird, but it is, it's interesting and kind of comical to see so many different online personalities that are trying to live up this absolute perfect persona and we all know that like we are real people right so I wanted to ask you why do you think what do you think the reason is that women especially women passion based business women entrepreneurs do not really reach out all the time to like-minded individuals or reach out for support or even kind of you know share those moments online where they're really struggling what do you think the reason is behind that I personally feel like it's the elephant in the room where we all know secretly that other people are dealing with X, Y, and Z, 
But because we're all afraid to actually be the person to say, oh my God, this is what I'm dealing with right now. Or, you know, this is my problem right now that I am really struggling with. We feel like if we're the first person to put it out there, that we're somehow going to be deemed like ineffective or not, you know, able to help other people. I guess how can we help other people if we ourselves are still struggling with certain issues? And in reality, the times that I have seen people be really raw and authentic and share, it's like, whoa, like people are just waiting for that one person to be like, hey, um, I suffer from depression or, hey, I'm dealing with, you know, going through a divorce right now or, hey, you know, my business is really not doing well right now. Um, and it opens up this entire dialogue and you will see often more so than not, you will see a lot of support in a lot of people saying, me too. Mm -hmm. Yes, I understand what you're going through. I'm going through the same thing. I've been battling whatever, you know, migraine headaches and, and I can't get out of bed sometimes. I, and I'm, you know, I'm just sort of ad-libbing right now. But I mean, we're all dealing with things, right? Maybe you're dealing with financial stress. Maybe you're dealing with family stress. Maybe you're dealing, but I think the thing is why people are afraid to be the person to go out and say it. I, or to reach out, I think it's just because we have that perceived notion that if we do, we're going to be the outsider, the outcast, right? The person who's ineffective at doing their job as a coach or a mentor. I'm thinking about other coaches or mentors or public figures that are well-known online, yeah. not wanting to necessarily or out in the open to want to openly work with other coaches or mentors and maybe take their courses and programs. Um, kind of what we were talking about before, like it kind of maybe has a little bit of a stigma of they didn't know more than they should have or, or something like that, right? Yeah, like there's some really big names out there who you feel like, well, where are they getting their support from? Mm -hmm. They all need support. And there's no one person that is the, the you know, one-stop shop of all things coaching. You just can't be. Um, you can have team members that are helping you with those things, but you yourself cannot solely be the person who's taking care of everything. And it's funny. It's, oh, I know what you mean because it's almost as if the, there's like these secret little masterminds that are going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you'll only see a picture, like once they're all at the same destination or they're at the same, you know, ski lodge or, you know, whatever, you know? And, and I've often thought about that myself. Like, why, why can't you just say like, you're also taking this person's program? Right. Like, is, is like a secret society? I don't think so. I mean, I really think that it's because when you are sharing your knowledge with a community or people or what have you, one-on-one -on -one in groups or it doesn't matter, um, when you are supposed to be somebody that has a lot of knowledge to share, I think that 
definitely there can be that insecurity where you're like, I don't want people to necessarily know that I still need to learn. Although that is the way, like we have to keep learning and I'm always constantly learning and taking new programs and, you know, working with different people or kind of like collaborating, what have you, right? Like we have to do that. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and in fact, I tend to gravitate towards the bigger name coaches that are more open about that. Mm-hmm. Who will say, you know, I just invested, you know, this X amount, whether they talk about money or not is fine, but you know, and, and I signed up for this person's course and now I'm in this like high end mastermind. Right. And, and I agree with you. I think the people that are more transparent about it are far more approachable. I feel like I can understand them better. I can vibe with them better. Like I get it. Right. And I want to work with people who are constantly striving to learn more, be better, you know, craft, you know, uh, become skilled at their craft. Right. It's like, it's like a professional athlete. They still have coaches. They have managers. They have um, people that work with them on their on their you know agility and on their strength and their endurance and I mean right and and that's sort of what I look at right I mean if a professional athlete were to come onto a field like, like baseball for example right because it's baseball season if they were to come onto the field and be like oh well we don't need a manager we don't need a coach like we got this we can totally run this game by ourselves we don't need someone telling us what to do to strengthen this particular muscle or fix our batting, you know, our, our batting stance or fix our pitching or whatever it is that they're struggling with. Like that would be really bizarre. It'd yeah. Be really bizarre. <laughs> so why would, like, why would it be any different in our field? I think oh, the really, really, the really nice thing about having a mentor that's always learning and growing, and expanding, or even just seeing the the people out there, the public figures that are open to growing, expanding, and learning, and working with different people and all that kind of thing, is that we still see that there is. Um, like an energetic exchange happening for them. It's not just that they've got to a level and now it's all consumption, 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 like for them, you know, it's, it's still that like ebb and flow of, um, you know, expansion and contraction. Like they are a real person. Right. And so we all know that when we stop learning, it's like, well, what's the point? Right. So it's so interesting for everyone to constantly be kind of learning and um, well, feeding off one another, but also, um, you know, really allowing themselves to learn from other people's expertise, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and when people are really honest, I feel like if they were really honest and they really said like, hey, yeah, like I've worked with this person and that person worked with this person, right? It's all this just hierarchy, right? It doesn't mean that any one person is better than another person. It just means they're a little bit further along the journey. And they may have mastered a skill that you are just entering into and need some support on. And I don't view it at all as being defective. I actually view it as being proactive. And, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, even with, if you were to take, like, traditional psychotherapy, right? Like, that's another thing. There's there's two sides of that, right? Like, there's therapists who are like, oh, no. Like, as a therapist, I need a therapist to help me deal with my own issues so that I can show up for my patients. But then there's this whole other like taboo, like 
because I'm a therapist, I, I can't, I can't ever like tell people that I may suffer from anything, anxiety or depression or anything, right? Like, cause how can like, how can I help other people? And I'm like, I think that's the, the thing we're talking about, like perfectly what you just said there, right? Like, it's just yeah. like, exactly that situation. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, but you're human, <laughs> right? At the end of the day, we're all human. That's the thing. What have been your biggest kind of like support connections that you have realized and figured out like over these past few years on your like entrepreneurial journey as it has been growing? Okay. So for one, um, our relationship is by far one of the strongest connections that I have to another online entrepreneur. Nice. And, yeah. And, and I knew when we connected, right. We, I think we both knew we just had something in common. Um, we had a lot in common and I know that if push comes to shove and I needed you, even aside from business, like if I needed you to really support me, you would be there. And likewise, I hope you, you know, realize yeah. that. Definitely. You know, if you needed me, if you were dealing with like a life crisis or something, I would be there for you. I have probably in my immediate group, maybe like two or three other online entrepreneurs, mind you, none of which live near me. They're all throughout the world, which is kind of cool because like somebody's always awake. That's the other cool part about it. Um, but yeah, that I really do trust like with my life with my personal, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm dealing with. I'm really frustrated right now. And those are my lifelines. Those are my lifelines. And we have grown so close over the years that we're able to share the personal things that are happening as well as the business related things that are happening. Now, aside from that, I do feel like I want to keep getting necessarily want to use the word better because maybe it implies like we're not okay as we are but I want to be more educated I want to be more skilled at what I'm doing so that I can show up for the people I'm meant to serve mm -hmm. and the only way I can do that is to learn from those that have been there and done that well even if you think about high school I mean we could technically say like oh we learned some stuff in high school I guess we're just done and it's like if if I think about all the stuff I've learned since high school like that is my life right like high school whatever <laughs> yay you're like I really never used that trigonometry again but you know I learned some pretty good life lessons just from being out in the world and talking to people um I, you know and for me personally being a bit of a gregarious person and talking a lot. Um, I enjoy conversation that I really enjoy that. Some people prefer to read books and just be, you know, sort of a little bit more introverted and that's okay. You know, um, and I'm not implying that all introverts just read books by the way, but I'm just saying for myself, like as an extrovert, I get a lot more out of a conversation with someone, out of seeing someone and interacting with them versus reading, you know, a book. That's me personally. Um, I love listening to video, you know, interviews, podcasts, things like that, because again, I'm that like auditory processing, mm -hmm. like I, I need to see and hear, not just, not just read. Um, but you have to do something that works for you. Mm -hmm. And I heard this really interesting quote 
I think it was by, I think it was by Tony Robbins actually. And he said something to the effect of, if you don't have a purpose and you're not striving to do something every day, really what you're doing is ceasing to really exist. Like we know, and I don't want to get all like, you know, all like dismal and go into this like, you know, really bad zone. But I mean, our lives are, we do have an end point, right? At least a physical presence on this earth, right? We are all going to die at some point. And you can either think of it in terms of, are you living fully until that day, right? By engaging your mind and engaging in important topics and things that you're really interested in. Or are you just simply a bystander and waiting and waiting to die? Like mm -hmm. essentially what he was saying was like, if you're not learning, if you're not asking, if you're not going forward, you're really just being stagnant mm -hmm. and, and you're dying nonetheless, but you're not, you're not like fully living. That's, that's essentially what he was getting at. And I think that's the same with to always having those awarenesses of how can you make yourself better? How can you look at different things that are holding you back? Patterns, we hear the term blocks all the time, right? But it really is the truth. I mean, if you're not constantly tweaking your car and getting an oil change, it's going to break down. And then, like, would you just throw at your car after that or are you going to work on it, right? So, again, all these, like, analogies and metaphors. But, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. It really yeah. is the same thing. I, I was just thinking as you were talking there, you were talking about, you know, reading books and how you're very, like, auditory and, like, you that's how you learn, like, to learn that kind of thing. And I was just thinking about, like, how is it that I really like to learn? And I, I think that my most valuable lessons that I have learned, although I have read a bazillion books. And I definitely was that person that was like, I can learn everything from a book, you know, at the beginning. Um, but I think that my most um, memorable lessons that I could reteach or that I could expand on have been from experiences, definitely. So yeah. that would definitely mean a conversation or having that physical experience with, like, with that kind of thing, right? So. Yes, for sure. And I, again, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's through the the real the real living right it's through living and going through that we we learn we grow we may struggle but if we are persistent enough and if we're willing to reach out for help right that's something that i i have absolutely no problem reaching out for help at any time in my life um because I've tried going the whole solo route, right? Like I can do this. I'm strong enough. Dot dot dot. You know, no, 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 no. We are human beings. We are connected. That is what makes us so different from any other species, right? Is that we are, you know, interdependent, right? Like interdependent, I guess. Um, and yeah, I mean, like we're social creatures. That's that's who we are and it doesn't mean I mean if you're a little bit more introverted and you prefer more like you know quiet gatherings and stuff that's fine but even then like I'm sure like having just a little bit of human interaction can help mm -hmm. 
I'm thinking about something. I'm not sure where I'm going to go with this, but I was just thinking about people, you know, being alone and really, you know, being so introverted, even with their business, that they don't reach out to other people. And I'm not sure where I'm going to go with this. Maybe you can help me. But I do know that, um, you know, there is a scientific fact that when people are ignored or when an animal is ignored, it's actually the same kind of sensory experience that happens even worse so than actually being physically abused. So something kind of happens like emotionally that is really detrimental to yourself when not only are you not reaching out, but you know, not getting feedback from others, not hearing from others, all that kind of thing, right? We kind of can put ourselves in a little bit of a corner. So I kind of went dark there for a moment, but um, no, it's okay. I get it. I get it. But I, so I guess what we're all what we're trying to say is that it's so unbelievably important, even if you are the biggest introvert in the world, that right. you reach out to right. people, right? Whether it be on your entrepreneurial journey or even with your emotional journey or your just physical journey, what have you, reach out to people and just have even a very close group of people or person that you can you know, share stories with, share experiences with, right? Like that really is what we've been talking about from the beginning, just about support systems. It's just about sharing. Yeah, absolutely. And what you what you were saying, actually, I, I really understood, believe it or not, because as a, I was a sociology major in college and I remember us learning about these studies about how important it is for human beings to have interaction with other human beings. Right. Because there's something about our sensory processing system where, you know, it could be a smile. It could be just locking eyes with someone. It could be a handshake, whatever it is, like verbal, nonverbal cues. We need those to know that we are actually like existing, right? Like we're actually alive. And they did this study, which was actually very, very sad. I will go dark for a second, but essentially there were babies that were in these orphanages and, and these places where they were not being given a whole lot of support. And it was not set up intentionally like that. It was more just an observation kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't like, oh, let's leave these babies just by themselves and not touch them. Right? It wasn't intentionally done that way. I'm sure but, that's happened before, but yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure somewhere. But um, what they realized was that an infant, if it is not held or coddled or spoken to or even if the basic necessities are met okay let's say they're feeding the baby they're feeding you know changing a diaper perhaps but there's no there's no real emotional and like connection of any kind right it's more like just treating the, like the child as like a robot almost right they just have to like oil the machine kind of thing um those babies actually die they really? died. Yeah. Yeah. From, from sadness. From, from like that. Because, I mean, <laughs> we're going to go dark here. Okay. So now I'm even thinking about, you know, um, older couples that have been together forever. And then one of their, you know, partners passes away. And then a week later, the, you know, the other partner passes away from sadness. Absolutely. It's just like Absolutely. our emotions are everything. And they have to feel heard and seen. I think that's yeah. the biggest thing, right? So, Bringing it all back to the beginning, the lighter topic of having a support system. <laughs> and 
it's everything. <laughs> it is. It really is everything. And, you know, I remember hearing that and, and, you know, there were references and all that and people that had studied this and because they were trying to understand why there were so many infants that were this. And of course, this was years back. I don't know how it is now. They, this is going back years and years ago where, you know, there were overpopulated orphanages, you know, from for whatever reason. And the people that were taking care of them, I suppose, were doing the best they could, but they didn't realize how important the actual affection was, right? Mm -hmm. The actual communication of emotion. And when I heard that, I just remember thinking, oh my God, that's so sad. It really is sad. And, and you're right, it's no different than when you see an elderly person and they're living by themselves and they don't have a lot of interaction, right? Because maybe their spouse has passed, maybe their friends have passed. You know, yeah. I mean, people can die from a broken heart. That's the truth. I mean, yeah. you know, people kind of give up their will to live, essentially. And I know what you were saying too, but yeah, to kind of wrap it up and bring it back to a lighter side and more of a happy, positive, you know, kind of viewpoint, just reach out for support. You know, reach out, send someone a message on Facebook and say, hey, you know, I noticed we have a lot of um, mutual friends and a lot of things in common. Would love to just connect with you. Mm -hmm. It and doesn't. Yeah. The awesome thing about two Facebook groups, like a lot of online personalities, mentors, coaches, what have you, have you know a group that's attached to them and their brand and that kind of thing, and offer support in some kind of way. Uh, some groups are a little bit more. Uh, wah, wah, than others, but a lot of groups are very um, accommodating to your concerns, your issues, have very supportive people. Um, there are not a lot of trolls in most groups, right? They're mostly monitored to get rid of that. Um, but again, like if you're having trouble in some kind of situation, like even, you know, pop into my group, pop into Lisa's group, what have you, and just share like what's going on. And honestly, you probably will be un overwhelmed by the amount of support that you get back from people. And you will see that you're not alone. And a lot of people have the same struggles as you, whether it be entrepreneurial struggles or just life struggles, right? So absolutely. And just in closing, I have to share this one thing that I started doing, and I don't do it as as much as I would like to, but I started doing sort of these random just posts like, hey, if anyone needs a little pick-me-up message today for whatever reason, pop your name below and I will leave you a personalized vocal recording on Facebook Messenger. And at first I was like, hmm, I don't know how people are going to perceive this, right? Like, what is she doing? But that's what I did. And I, and I started doing it and I've done probably like, I've done it probably like three or four times and, and I wish I had a lot more time to dedicate to it. Um, but every single time I've actually put that on my Facebook personal profile and just said, Hey, anyone that needs to pick me up for any reason, right? Just pop your name below. I get like 30, 40, 50 people that are like, Hey, I could use a little support. Hey, I could use a little motivation. Hey, you know, and that's literally what I have done. I've taken maybe an hour or two out of my day and just literally said, hey, I just wanted you to know that you're really an amazing person. And, you know, if you don't hear that from anybody else today, I wanted you to hear it from me. Don't give up. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on yourself. No matter what you're going through, it's going to be okay. And the amount of positive feedback I've gotten from those messages, it's been astounding. It's like, 
I needed to hear that today. I've been going through this like really awful period and I'm going to keep that message. I'm going to keep playing it over and over again. And it's like, people need people. People are hurting. People need love. They need support. They need human interaction. Leave somebody a 30 second message that says, Hey, I care about you. I think you're an amazing person. And I just wanted you to know that today. Well, until next time, check out wildandcreative.com where you can find me as well as a ton of other fun and creative things for you to take part in. Thanks for listening.